Hi everyone, this is LOA Uncorked with Gina and Holly. We intend to have some fun around Law of Attraction principles. Let's discover and unleash the magic that exists inside ourselves. Tune in as we go on the hero's journey together to uplevel our lives with no bullshit, all truth, and nothing but fun. Grab a glass and join our virtual VIP conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to LOA Uncorked. This is Holly. And this is Gina. Oh, my God, Gina. Okay, I know I say this all the time. but You do. Today, I mean it. <laughs> yeah. I think you meant it all the other times, but you I mean it equally really, this time. I really, really mean it. Yes. No, I know. I mean, thank God we're actually starting the podcast because I think I think our guest today wants to go home already and take a nap. That's what I think. We've already, we should have been done by now, but we're talking and talking. I get in trouble just before we start that I'm sucking all the air up, but I mean, here. Dr. Kira. I mean, that's not Dr. true, right? Dr. Kira is in the house. We know who's taking up all the time. We've got a <laughs> dual board certified dermatologist and menopause specialist. So if you're a guy out there and you're listening, mm-hmm. you want to stay tuned. You know why, Gina? Oh, I do. Yeah. Tell mm-hmm. us why. Tell us why. Well, I mean. Does it start with a V? No. I, no. <laughs> no. It starts with an L. It's L-O-V-E. Out of love, you should understand your partner's needs. And it might include a V at some point, but I think you just should just tune in so you're aware of the female needs. That's what I think. Oh my God. So don't turn it off if you're a man and don't turn off this podcast if you're a young gal either. You're going to want to know what Dr. Kira has to say today. For sure. And her approach combines medicine with soul. And we're all about both those things today, Gigi. We sure are. Welcome, Dr. Kira. Yay! Thank you. Welcome, Dr. Kira. <laughs> All right. Are well, you settling in? I, I am. I feel like I'm about to go on a wild ride right now. <laughs> oh, you might. You might. <laughs> okay, just buckle up. Everything's been, I mean, everything's been like checked approved. off and yeah, approved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, it, yeah, there's safety. Yeah. We, safety first. Safety you know? first. Safety first. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So, I mean, Holly did an intro. Obviously, I mean, you're extremely accomplished and really starting to create a name for yourself with your practice. Can you talk a little bit more about yourself? Just give us a little idea of who you are, what you're all about, and how you have come to where you've come in terms of your career. Yeah. Well, I think you have a poop emoji sitting on your chair right there. Yep. yep. This and is that literally Holly's. is how I got to where I am. Because shit, <laughs> shit hit Here. the fan. Why don't you hold it you there? There you go. It's the way mascot yeah. is the poop emoji pillow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. I mean, your mess, my mess became my mission. Oh, wow. So for me, it really started when I was a kid and being made fun of for what was on my skin, being um, bullied for that, and really learning at a very young age that your skin can be a source of shame and embarrassment and humiliation. And um, I tried to cover that up with a tan. Fast forward, I become a dermatologist. I realized how damaging that was. Hmm. And I then, the focus of my career at that time was skin cancer and melanoma. And then I actually had to diagnose myself with melanoma. And that really was my wake up call because simultaneously, I was running ultra marathons thinking, not because I loved running, but because I wanted to look a certain way. I was also trying to run away from the career that I wasn't as happy with. I didn't like what I was doing. And it all culminated. So it was the skin cancer diagnosis at the same time I was having migraines and raging PMS and anxiety and 
What I didn't know is my hormones were completely jacked. Mm -hmm. It was the physical stress from the overrunning. It was the emotional stress from not being happy with what I was doing or happy with myself, despite having an amazing husband and and great kids. And my doctors never picked up on the clues Mm -hmm. that my hormones were out of whack. So, and I was in perimenopause and I was just in my mid to late thirties at the time. So all of these things, I thought if I'm a physician and I have no clue how to help myself, how is an average woman going to understand how to navigate this? And so I thought I need to do something about it. There's a better way. Because at the time, for me, the options were oral contraception or surgery to deal with the hormonal stuff. I wound up having to have surgery. And what I know now is that it doesn't have to be that way. When we can address the whole person and optimize our hormones, we don't have to suffer. And I think there are too many women suffering unnecessarily. So that is how I have kind of shifted gears because how we show up in the world, like what shows up on our skin says a lot about how we're showing up in the world. Mm -hmm. And so some of those changes that we see on our skin as we mature, they're clues that your hormones are out of balance. So I've blended the two of using your skin as this window of opportunity to really help nourish ourselves from the inside out. So I love that. I love that. You have a best-selling book called The Skin Whisperer, which is amazing. Yeah. When did you write that and and how did that transpire? Yeah, so I wrote that a couple of years ago and that the whole idea of your skin, the skin whisperer, it's mm. your skin is constantly sending you messages. It's sending you clues. And the goal is to hear them when they are just a whisper, not shouting. Mm-hmm. So my skin had been shouting at me for years. My I had moles that were growing and changing and they were being biopsied and I was like, that's just what we do in dermatology. You just get something biopsied. I mean, I was a dermatopathologist too, right? right? right. So you cut it out, then someone like me looks at it underneath the microscope, it's no big deal, you, right. you go on. But all of those changing lesions were clues that my body was under stress, right. that I wasn't eating well, that I wasn't sleeping well, that I wasn't moving in a way that served my body. So that book is all about the foundational principles of how to nourish yourself. Yes, there is a focus on skin cancer because skin cancer is the most prevalent cancer in the United States. It is the most prevalent. It's the most ignored. It's the most preventable. So there are specific tools and strategies in that to help you prevent skin cancer. But all of that, including the nutrition and other things and supplements, will help you in every aspect of your life. But it all be, again... When shit hit the fan, <laughs> the um, poop emoji is going in the air. I know, I know. Well, you did the best with the shit. I'm gonna tell you. I mean, the the practice is right. you, incredible. you plant a garden, right? Right, garden plant. You really did. You really did. So, did you go um, when you pivoted in your career? Did you go back to school to kind of pivot a little bit from what you? Because you had a dermatology practice, so did you pivot a little bit, or can you tell us a little bit? Yeah, more about absolutely. That? So, um, so I did traditional dermatology training. I was in academics. So I've gone to tons of courses, have done tons of training, done functional medicine, studied with my. I have a mentor now. He is um, amazing. He's seventy eight. So I'm certified in his method of menopause medicine. So yes, I'm constantly educating and training an advanced practitioner of mind body medicine. I am like a perpetual learner because we teach best what we need to learn the most. Right. 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 Like I am not here saying I know 
how it all works. I'm just saying, I know I've got a lot of work to do on myself and I'm going to keep learning and then I can share that. Right. Yeah. Well, when you think about functional medicine and kind of that East West thought process, dermatology is like the last thing I think about having a crossover. So it's interesting to hear your perspective because, you know, I think in other parts of medicine, the Eastern version versus the Western, you know, more um, straightforward MD kind of service. You can see an overlap. Well, you have a there. problem. I'm going to give you a prescription Correct. instead of looking at the root cause. Correct. So you know right. you've got acupuncture. You've got all these other things from a functional medicine. You know, from a dermatology standpoint, and using that as your indicator is eye-opening. I had honestly hadn't even thought about it. it. Makes complete sense. But I wonder how many other people might not think about their skin being an early warning sign of other issues to deal with. Right. It's fascinating. So as your largest organ, mm-hmm. it is your greatest asset. Yeah. It gives you so many clues. And I think we were talking earlier, but I think for women in particular, when we look in the mirror, what is the first thing that we do? We criticize. Yeah. We look at what's wrong. Right. And we see the blemishes and the wrinkles and all the things. And I would just invite people to look at their skin differently. What your skin is, your barrier between you and the outside world, your skin is keeping you protected, is keeping you safe, it's keeping you warm. Yeah. Mm. It gives you, we were talking about sex and pleasure and guys. Here she comes. There you Here go. Like, go. This is the L-O-V-E, L-O-V-E, L-O-V-E word L-O-V-E. I was talking about. I, mean, I think it starts with the Probably does. But all that, I mean, our skin gives us pleasure. Yeah. Right. And And it also keeps us out of danger because you perceive pain. Yeah. So it's this amazing thing. So if you can look in the mirror and rather than criticize, can you have, maybe you don't have love, right? Like that's a, that's a leap. If you're, you're self-loathing to go from, I hate myself to, I love myself. Come on. That's not realistic. But can you look in the mirror and have an appreciation for what are my eyelids doing? Like, what are my eyelashes doing for my eyes or like when my eyelids protect my cornea, like the, the functionality of what your skin does. You can at least have an appreciation from that. Yeah, that it frankly. is a 24-7 miracle. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe the conversation you have with yourself can be a little kinder. It right? shifts. It shifts. Oh, yeah. So we're absolutely going to have that part of the LOA and Cork assignment mm-hmm. is to look in the mirror and mm-hmm. do exactly what Dr. Kira is prescribing. At only your face. <laughs> No, but think oh. about no, but here's the thing. Yeah. When you think about our thighs, do yeah. I do I you know totally. there's cellulite yeah. on the Okay, hands down. We can criticize all day long, but you can walk. Mm-hmm. Can you climb a hill? Mm-hmm. Can you ride a bike? Mm-hmm. Can you carry a baby on your hip? Yeah. Heck yeah, you can. Right. And if you didn't have those thighs, Right. So I can we have an appreciation? Cellulite, don't they? I mean, yeah, this, yeah, everybody. Absolutely. Like I'm yes. like, should I even be concerned about this? Everybody has it. Like, right. No. You know, and oh, the age right. of two or something. Like right. even babies, yep. like you see their little like I know, they're so legs. I know so they cute. get away with I know we think so about it, there's it's when we so look at babies, we think they're so why cute. Why would we want to be in the womb? Okay, right. where we don't have any cellulite. I don't, right. I don't, that's one of the, I mean, I have my own triggers, but that isn't one of them. I'm like, doesn't everybody have it? You know? Yeah. So I love that you went. So I, your book is amazing. I love that you, she quotes Bon Jovi and Paul <laughs> Cohello. Okay. Like, and I, right I go, okay, on. like, because they're completely different people, but like right on. Uh-huh. And it's about nutrition. 
And so that is for our audience members who are really looking to up-level their skincare and their skin and be on the, everybody should be on the lookout of cancer, right? Because that's a Get a party in your birthday suit. This is where you You get naked every single, I get, this is my call to action. This is your skinny dipping call to action. (laughs) This is, guys... This is also where you, you tune in because this is date night. Like you just gonna get mm-hmm. naked and have mm-hmm. some fun. You're, you, you, Are we inspecting? And get inspect- <laughs> yeah, get inspected. I think well, you yeah. Have here's to, the thing: right? you get oh naked, God. you party in your birthday really suit, looking for stuff. any uninvited guests. Oh, oh, we don't want so any these are, uninvited you don't, guests. No uninvited guests, which is the growing and <laughs> changing lesions. Um, no, but then you're already naked, so then you can actually yeah. take advantage of the situation. Yeah, when the that. job is done, <laughs> I love that your celebration like that. can Kara. I know. We I multitask. I know. Okay, How many men come in your practice? <laughs> <laughs> it might not be a bad idea for them. You well, know, men need hormones too. They do. I'm focusing primarily on women, but I'll tell you, I actually had some men. They're like, "What? Please help." Please help my partner. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. Um, and then there are women who are like, I'm feeling so good. Now you need to help my husband. Help him. Because yeah. men go through andropause as well. Yep. Of course. So, yeah, I, yeah. I've heard many of those stories actually. Well, so what do you look at today in terms of um, what you're seeing from your clients and their need? And obviously we're still in COVID, so I'm sure that has a factor to and a twist adds a twist to your your practice. But what are you seeing today that is kind of like the big need, the big ask that that you think it would be good to share with our audience in terms of something that's will hit probably most people in some form or fashion that's sort of a good recommendation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the biggest thing, you know, my practice is 100% virtual. So I, I nice. thankfully, everyone can be in the comfort of their own home. They don't have to, to leave. But because the, the demographic that I'm working with are midlife women, the number one thing I hear is, just don't feel like myself. Mm. Like what happened? I just don't feel like myself. I feel like I'm hanging on by a thread. And so that is where the two things that move the needle the most are sleep and stress. Mm-hmm. And they're also the two things that most people put on the back burner because they're going, going, going. Yeah. They're like, I- I'll sleep later. I'll mm-hmm. get to myself later. And they never do. Or they don't even know that they're stressed. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, I had a patient today. She's like, yeah, I'm, I, she said that I, I, I'm not stressed. And yet yeah. then she listed off all these things. And you're like. And she's like, yeah, I, I was like, that's stress, my dear. Yeah. I love that. Those are stressors. Yeah. Women don't even probably see it. Because it's so normal. Yeah. We, so, we normalize all these things. Mm-hmm. We're just constantly doing. So if, if the thing that, that I would tell people to, that they can do is prioritize your sleep. Yeah. Um, and in terms of exercise, just move your body in a way that feels good. None of this yeah. like balls to the wall stuff. Yeah. And then stress, we were talking about breath work earlier. Mm-hmm. I think breath work is magical. Mm-hmm. It takes, you're breathing anyway, first of oh, all. Yeah. You don't have to add anything to your do li- to-do list. Yeah. It's, oh. it's on your for you list. Because when we're stressed, one of the things that we do is we may hold our breath. We're not mindful. We're not paying mm-hmm. attention to how we're breathing. Yeah. So I think the most powerful thing is, one, to notice, are you breathing? Yeah. <laughs> are you breathing 
slow? Are you breathing shallow? Are you breathing fast? Are you breathing in your chest or in your belly? Just even paying attention to how you're breathing is bringing you right back into this present moment. Stress happens because we're worrying about the past. We're (laughs) catastrophizing the future. And breathing, focusing on our breath just brings us into this present moment. And it's something you could do in 30 seconds or less. And so so your definition of breath work is just bringing that present moment and... Yeah, there's different techniques that I can go through. We do chaotic breathing in, in, you know, I do mind-body medicine trainings and groups and things like that, but but it's literally bringing your attention to your breath is the best place to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. That. yeah. I think um, it's interesting. Definitely suffer from stress for sure and anxiety and uh, uh, hold my breath and <laughs> shallow breathing for sure. And yeah. I have found uh, there were many times throughout the last six months, and I, I till you're home and you're like paying attention, you kind of know what's going on, and you, you know you're you're more insular than you are when you're out in the world and doing things. You might not. I don't know that I would have noticed it. But when there's tense times, I get the hiccups because oh, I don't funny. think I hold my breath. Like I don't think I'm breathing properly. And then it causes like that, you know, super interesting. And I've started to become a little bit more aware of, of it for sure. And yeah, paying attention to the breathing. So It's fascinating. See your body's giving you those clues. Mm-hmm. For and sure. so what's beautiful about breath work, right? So when we are stressed, right, that fight or flight response, the sympathetic uh, mm-hmm. nervous system spikes our stress hormones breathing, especially in through your nose and out through your mouth, it activates the vagus nerve, that wandering nerve throughout your body. And that it's called the vagus. vagus It's the wanderer, your your 10th cranial nerve. Oh boy. Um, That's like trouble, that nerve. Well, we know all about trouble in vagus, (laughs) Gina. And we've gotten it. (laughs) Oh Lord. My loads. We might have more than one nerve. We should have blamed it on the nerve. (laughs) We might have more than one, but keep going. (laughs) But actually this, you want this, it's spelled differently. So, so, um, so the good thing, (laughs) because you want this kind of vagus nerve, uh, um, because it activates that, that rest and relaxation. Oh. Response. Oh, so, ironic. That is right? scary. <laughs> so one amps you up, but the, the vagus with a V-A-G-U-S, oh, um, okay. it helps totally bring you back into a state of relaxation and calm. Gosh, that's lovely. I need to yeah. find that and, I love, and build that muscle. I know, totally. <laughs> and or whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> so I had some friends over in anticipation. Well, no, we were just hanging out, but I was talking about in, tes- in anticipation of you coming. And, you know, they are in their uh, 50s mm-hmm. and they're like, I just don't feel myself. I just don't feel good. And so what would you say to them? They're just like, we've aged and we just you know, just don't feel, I guess, you. of course, you don't feel sexy. That's A. B is I don't feel good in my body. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, I guess that's it in a yeah. nutshell. Right. Yeah. And so what would you, and they're not on any hormones or they're not on any special thing. They've just grown old. Like we've been taught. I mean, we've yeah. been taught just to age and, right. and oh, you've got a creaky, that, right? you've got a creaky hip. Just deal with it. Okay. Right. right. Uh, what would you, how, what would you say to them and how could yeah. you help them? Yeah. And I would say if you've been told, that you just have to feel moody and deal with your hot flashes when you're over 40, I'd say that's bullshit. <laughs> I love that. And there that's is a, a better way. That's word, by the way. <laughs> Doctor is right where she needs to be. I mean, she yeah. is yeah. front and center here. Yep. Yep. Call it like it is. <laughs> yep. Bullshit, people. All truth. No bullshit. No yeah, bullshit. Okay. It, it, it's not true. Yeah. And Good. I yeah. think, first of all, so many women feel that way. So the first thing I would say is, you're not alone. What you are feeling is real. It is not in your head. You are not alone. You are yeah. not broken. Yeah. And 
There's a lot that you can do. And you may not like this, but a lot of it is up to you. Mm-hmm. 99.9% well, we of like it is control, up to you. Okay, we but, like control, but, yeah, when, but, but most of the time, especially in our society, we're looking for the quick fix. Yes, we are. Why do you think the beauty industry is a $500 billion plus industry? Right. And I have nothing against products. Right. No. But we are, the majority of us, you know, like that yeah. mentality of quick fix. Yeah. And true healing, true happiness, true vitality does not happen overnight. There is no quick fix, no. but that's the beauty of it. We get mm-hmm. to go on this journey and we learn so much along the way. Yeah. So I think that is what I would say is it, it's, you're not alone. There's a lot you can do, but it begins with you. How much do you want it? Yeah. How much do you want to feel like yourself again? Because a lot of people say, I don't feel good, but I, I'm not willing to put in the work. Well, then you're going to feel like shit for a while then. Yeah. yeah. Until it becomes so painful that you're you're willing to do something different. Yeah. What is the work? Of course, I'm not that like rude about it, but <laughs> no, I- No, no, no. No, no but it is but true. It is true. And, and what does the work the look mirror. like? And let's talk about, I mean, I in particular, Gina- I know she's looking at me with those eyeballs. Mm. Gina, I like the VIP, you know, wellness. I know I do too. Dr. Kira. I, I mean, like, too. we should go as a duo. We should go as a <laughs> duo. We, we, we go everywhere go as a duo. Together? I think Kara's going to split dynamic, us up. The dynamic yeah. duo. I, I love it. I'd be like, can you help us? Okay, so so <laughs> Dr. Kira has a service about the, you know, VIP, and we're all about VIP. We are all VIP. You know? Mm-hmm. And so what would you do for us? Would you say, all right, Holly, clean up your nutrition and or what about hormones and i specifically i know i'm i'm combining things together but i'll let you speak then is which that's nice i know <laughs> i i, I, I was love it pausing just so you can pick on me i just want you to that know that is not always I mean, the case kira there's so pause. there you go there's uh-huh. a uh-huh. pregnant pause for you to like just it's probably jump just because you're a doctor push me around Otherwise she'd, yeah i mean right okay but i did have i've had friends that have gone through breast cancer yeah. and they're breast cancer survivors which is amazing they're amazing women and of course hormones are a bad word. And so I want you to talk about maybe what that looks like for me. What's my level of commitment for me as a, you know, 50 person, 50 ish person, uh, 40, 40 something to 50th Mm -hmm. person. Right. Uh, and what is that level of commitment? Should I be taking hormones? And what about those people who've had cancer that hormones are thought of as a, as a horrible thing to do and not, not even an option not even an option yeah. yeah i mean they they the doctors will say it's not even an option so yep, can we talk about all of that that was a lot wow. yeah that's I a lot to that's unpack. a kind of question that, that is like a packed up i, co- I mean i did it you did it okay. yeah you did all right, all right. so ahead. we're so so we're gonna strip away all the <laughs> yes, layers because um, i love I, I love to get I mean, naked skinny dipping. Skinny dipping. Here, right, right? Mm-hmm. Um, i like that this is a skinny dipping episode i can feel it right so so we're just gonna unpack that i think the first thing is what I do when you talk about like a like a VIB. It's like where would I start with your nutrition? All that. No, that's not where we start. Okay. We start with what do you, what is your vision for yourself? What do you want? It's because it's not what I want. Because okay. I can tell you to do all that. I can li- give you give you a laundry list, hmm. and that may just add to your overwhelm. So, the number one thing is where do you see yourself? What do you want for yourself? Because then we're gonna map out a plan to figure out how to get you there I love that. and yeah. give you the steps step by step. Yes, it is going to include nutrition. Mm-hmm. I already talked about sleep and stress and the importance of that and exercise and all of that, but it really comes down to what do you want for yourself? Mm-hmm. And then we 
we reverse engineer that. Hormones do play a huge role in that, especially women starting in their mid to late 30s. Progesterone is the first hormone to go down. Mm -hmm. So if, for me, I noticed it, progesterone is the great calming hormone. So women oftentimes notice that they're more anxious than they ever used to be. They're not Mm -hmm. sleeping as well as they used to. And that is progesterone period, you know, irregularities. Mm -hmm. They're bleeding more heavily, just lots of like PMS Mm -hmm. um, that they didn't have before because you have now have a relative imbalance between your progesterone and your estrogen. So if you've ever heard the term estrogen dominance, it's not that you necessarily have so much more estrogen because your estrogen is starting to decline as well, but it's declining at a slower rate than your progesterone is disproportionate. Same thing with your androgens, your testosterone. But when we were talking about hair loss, I know I'll, I'll circle back to all yeah, those other yeah, things. Yeah, we'll about, get all there. But you were talking about hair loss earlier, and this is one of the things that's important. There's lots of different reasons for hair loss, and we could have a whole different, a yep. whole conversation on that. But one of the things that progesterone does, and I feel like I got to backtrack a little bit too. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we think about hair loss, oftentimes we think of like male pattern hair loss. Yeah. Androgenetic alopecia. Well, right. women experience a similar thing female pattern hair loss. It's the most common form of hair loss in women. It's a non, so there's like scarring hair loss and non-scarring hair loss. It can get complicated. This is non-scarring hair loss. What happens is testosterone, which both men and women have, Mm -hmm. testosterone gets converted into a more potent form called dihydrotestosterone. Mm -hmm. And it does that conversion through an enzyme called 5-alpha reductase. Mm -hmm. The more potent form dihydrotestosterone has an affinity for our hair follicles five times greater than testosterone does. On the face, mm. dihydrotestosterone or DHT, because yeah. I've had a few sips yep. of wine. I'm going <laughs> like like to... We force it on our guests. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to call it DHT it. now. DHT. So on the, face, on, the, <laughs> on the face, DHT can cause growth of hair. So when yes, women are I, complaining of the hairs on their chinny, chin, chin, yep. those dark... That is why it's the dihydrotestosterone. On the scalp... <laughs> Gina and I are looking at each other... THT. I mean, what is the thing coming out my cheek? Mm -hmm. Okay. I have no idea. So, and on the scalp, DHT can cause loss, loss, follicular miniaturization. So there's decreased hair density. The hair is thinning, the widening of the part. Follicular miniaturization. Oh my God. I absolutely love that. Oh my God. I love where we're going. We had no idea we're going here. I love that. What do we do about this? Well, well, here's the thing. Well, well, here's the I'm thing. I'm like all whiny. Well, help me. This is where progesterone, this is why it's a big deal because progesterone goes down first. Progesterone plays a role in blocking the convert normally, yes. in normal levels, blocking uh-huh. the blocks, blocks the conversion of testosterone to DHT. Wow. When progesterone goes down, now there's lack of that inhibition. You have higher levels of DHT. So you're getting the ch- hairs on your chinny chin chin, yep. and the hair on your scalp is getting thinner. This is why women are like, WTF, yeah. I'm growing a beard and I'm going bald. <laughs> now, let me ask Very you this. Can, I know uh, this is so good. Okay, but let me ask you this is, can this happen in your 20s? Yes, it can. Yeah, because I think I lo- I think my progesterone yeah. went down in my 20s. Now, I didn't have like like some spidery, creepy thing coming out of no, my chin, no, but, but you, yeah, so you, I had a, a major hair loss even in my 20s, so and I never quite recovered from that. Yeah, so there's a lot of different factors that happen, but conditions like um, polycystic ovarian, um, mm. yeah, PCOS, yep. tongue twister, polycystic ovarian syndrome, <laughs> 
hormonal imbalances can occur at any stage of life. It's just magnified in menopause because not only are ovaries decreasing natural production, you add stress onto that. So when we're stressed, we always think of this, there's lots of acronyms and other things, the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. So it starts in the brain. Mm -hmm. Your brain signals your hypothalamus to signal your adrenal glands that Mm -hmm. sit above your kidneys to release the stress hormone, cortisol and adrenaline and norepinephrine. Right, yep. The fascinating thing is your skin has the exact same machinery. So your skin also can produce stress hormones. It's a miracle. When it is, it's a miracle organ. Mm -hmm. But when the HPA axis is activated, the body feels like it's under duress. It's going to prioritize survival. Your body's going to do everything it can to produce that cortisol, which also means the HPA axis is going to inhibit something called the HPG axis, the hypothalamic pituitary gonadal axis, which creates your sex hormones. So when you're stressed and you're all of a sudden you're like, where did my libido go? It's because your body is like, dude, you, you, you need to run away. <laughs> you need to supply you to your lungs, flee. your right. heart, and your muscles. You do not need to digest your food. Right. So that's why you get constipated, heartburn, oh. and things. You digestive do not, distress. Digestive distress. That. You do not need to make babies right now. You're in gonadal distress. Exactly. I like the G word too. Right. So then, so <laughs> so think good. about this. So so this is what's happening normally in a stressful situation. Your body's prioritizing production of the stress hormone. Now you're in menopause. Right in the perimenopausal phase where your body naturally is lacking the ability to produce hormones. It's a double whammy. Oh yeah. It's a double whammy. So that's why sleep Mm -hmm. that helps balance your stress hormones and stress management to help balance your stress hormones is so vital to your overall health and well-being, especially to your hormonal health, your skin, your hair, all of that. I mean, we would talk about skin and cortisol. It breaks down your, your collagen, your elastin, fine lines. I mean, we could just go on, but you asked about can women with breast who have a history of breast cancer, yes. like who can have hormones? Mm-hmm. Who can have hormones and how long can they have hormones? Yeah. That's my question. So mm-hmm. circling- I'm thinking I'm going to get some from right, Dr. Kara. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. So oh, yeah. when I said like, do you have to suffer with hot flashes, energy crashes and weight loss? No. Right. We've already called weight gain. Oh, right. No, we want weight loss. But, but the, the answer is a resounding, like, hell no, you do not have to, that's bullshit. And this, and I would give a same <laughs> resounding hell no, that's bullshit that women who've had breast cancer cannot have hormones. Yeah. Obviously I'm not going to be cavalier about this. Every woman needs to be assessed on an individual basis. Sure. The most important thing is, does she feel comfortable yes. with this? But here's the thing. The research, and there's a, an amazing book for any woman who's had breast cancer, for any woman who's thinking about hormone replacement therapy, read the book Estrogen Matters by Dr. Avram Blooming. He is an oncologist who um, did an amazing job of curating all the literature. And basically, the bottom line is this. Women who are on hormone replacement therapy are at a lower risk of breast cancer than those women who are not treated. And those women who have been, who've had breast cancer at a lower mm. risk of recurrence when they were on hormones than when they, than women who are not given hormone replacement right. therapy. So I have several patients that have been diagnosed with cancer. They are now, obviously we don't do it right away. They've right. gone through the period yeah, where sure. they've had their treatment mm-hmm. sure. and it's been life-changing for them. 
They're on hormone. I have one patient in particular. She's young. She's only 50. She had breast cancer. She actually had a heart attack. So, right, so the Women's Health Initiative study that looked at hormones back in 2002 that really created a problem. The fear. The, it's the fear. fear in everybody because everybody back this, in that time period. Because the, yeah. what they said was from this study, there was a cohort of women that um, hormone replacement therapy increased the risk of heart attack, breast cancer, and stroke. Well, the study was flawed from the outset, and mm. what they found actually was not statistically significant. And in fact, they've gone back and looked at the same cohort of women, 2006, 2007, and, and additional studies that basically disproved their original theory, but the fear was already out there. Yeah. And so heart disease, not breast cancer, is the leading cause of women. Estrogen, we know, is cardioprotective. So there's so many benefits to, I'm not saying every woman sure. is going to want hormones, but the vast majority of the benefits outweigh the risk. This one patient in particular, she had struggled. She was miserable. She was having, I think, like 30 hot flashes a day. Oh. She couldn't wear clothes normally. Yeah. She would have to put on the layers, yeah, take off the layers. I mean, like, we've all seen the person's I like know. fanning. I've been the fanner yeah. before. I was like, don't even mess with me right now, people. Like the yeah. men in the room, like stand down. Okay. <laughs> like I was like, just stand down right now. And don't <laughs> Give say me a, a second. Yeah. Okay. Like I was like going, this is going to happen. And, but yeah. yeah, we've all seen it. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. nonsense. really. And so we started her on her hormones and it was like, uh, Amazing. Wow. So here's the biggest win. This might seem like small and insignificant for other people, but she could wear her fuzzy slippers. Yeah, no, it's no, that she could is wear not them. Small. I mean, right? wearing them. I mean, I every time I see Holly, she's wearing her Uggs. <laughs> well, it's COVID fuzzies. still. Yeah, I know. It is I COVID. know. But yes, but I mean, if you couldn't amazing, wear those, right? things, so she could right? she could actually keep her sweater on. Yeah, I love wear that. her hair down. She had been having to oh, wear yeah, her hair in a bun for four years. Because yeah. she couldn't have it on her neck because she was sweating so bad. Oh. She could wear her hair down. She could wear her fuzzy slippers and a sweater. Yeah, you feel like a woman again, right? She feels like she's sleeping. Yeah. I she's. That. I mean, it's it's amazing. It can be life-changing. Well, because it changes your mood. It changes everything, not everything. just the Everything. Yeah. Everything changes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, and you know, I had a similar, not hot flashes, not menopausal, but, you know, just not feeling well for a very long time. High-stress gig. Lots going on in life, mm -hmm. you know, all the, I mean, I made excuses about why I was, but I powered through and did my you very did. best to like put the face on and do my thing. But I was literally, people who I would let the guard down to were, I, I rightfully concerned. We were worried about yeah, you. Yeah, concerned because I was not well and I was so stuck and not, you know, I do think there is a spot where everyone would get male or female. If you're, if you just don't feel well enough the effort to figure it out is almost harder. You know what I mean? You're just, the, totally. the, it's the, hard the, to you're know where to go so much yes. that you're like, I don't know if I can even muster that kind of energy. Like if it, if you're, if you're where I, now I can look back, realize mm -hmm. I was, it's hard thing when you don't know what it is. And, and there's also that, God, what is it? Like it could be really bad. Like, well, well and you, know, you, don't you don't have the energy and you don't have the energy to do it. Right. But I mean, yeah, I mean, Holly, you know, she just really kept saying for I don't know. It must have been two years. It was way too long, yeah. way too long. It's embarrassing to even say, but way <laughs> too long. Even. But but the but the reality is that shows you know how far you are. And and I finally just kind of hit the wall at you know holiday time. I was just even the holidays that added holiday thing. I was just like, mm -hmm. I don't even find it fun anymore. Like that is just too much 
you know, it's just not fun. Yeah. And that is so not my personality. So I was like, okay, I got, I got to do it. I'm going to go get the blood work done first of the year, you know, new year's resolution kind of thing. And, um, and it was actually, it was actually, it was a Thanksgiving to, to Christmas. N- nonetheless, I was there within a few weeks. I definitely did the hormones, had some thyroid imbalances mm-hmm. as well, got that under control. And within a week, maybe not within a week or two, I felt like a new human being and it only progressed from there. And I yeah. look back now and I'm, I'm sad that I, I waited so long, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I'm sad. I waited so long. I'm frustrated and I'm so grateful. I can't imagine how I was doing it. It it's, it's, it just makes me want to cry. Like, and how many other people are in that spot? You know, when you're talking about your friends, it's that. like, gosh, darn it. Like, we just keep putting ourselves at the bottom of the list. That's certainly my personality. I'm wired that way. You put yourself at the bottom of the list and you just don't make that a priority. And it's to your, like you said earlier today in the first podcast, we didn't tape. Um, it's, uh, it's, you know, you can't help other people. You, you're, you, if you're so depleted, it's just unfair to everyone else around you, not just you. Well, so that's LOA uncorked assignment number two mm-hmm. is to put yourself first yep. and, and take the step, take, take a step, step or but two. I would say just, do the right. direction. just do the one, just do the one, one thing, step. one thing. If one you step. are feeling yeah. like I, like Gina, like, I mean, honestly, if you're of this age group, any, any, you any know, past the thirties, yeah. okay. Forties, fifties, if you're depressed and not feeling good, it's, it's highly likely that you could have thyroid or yeah. hormonal imbalance issues. Right. And you don't mm-hmm. have to be in perimenopause, right? Here's the thing. Like perimenopause could be five, 10 years. Like menopause is one day. It's, right. it's just one day in time. It's a milestone. Right. It's 12 months to the day after your last period. You're, you've hit menopause. Everything before that is perimenopause. Everything after that is postmenopause. Thank you for explaining Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the uh, women in their 30s are in the perimenopausal phase. We start losing our hormones, really. They start declining probably in our 20s. Yeah. But certainly in our mid to late 30s, that progesterone is really starting to go down. We're to a point where you would more likely notice notice it. it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I think that's uh, honestly, that's a misnomer because I always thought you were in your fifties or sixties. Like, you know, I guess when you're a younger person, like, right. You think it's, it's just bullshit. Yes. Yeah. You think it's almost grandma age. I think I lost in my twenties too. Progesterone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you're stressed for sure. Um, as well. Mm -hmm. So all of it. Yeah. And I think in terms of our hormones, it's everything works in, coordination with each other Mm -hmm. so you know progesterone and the thyroid interact um, together so there's nothing in isolation and again it's it's eating well moving well what are your relationships most importantly your relationship to yourself it's Mm -hmm. it's all the things and that can also feel overwhelming Mm -hmm. so like if we just pick one thing like it could be as simple as you have that beautiful pink cup that is sitting on the table like to fill it a couple of like, I'm going to fill it three times today for myself. Most of us don't drink enough water. So let's just focus on hydration. Mm -hmm. Let that be the one thing because hydrating as you add more water in, what's going to get crowded out? You're not going to be as hungry. You're not going to be as likely to grab for something because you're most of the time when we are thinking we're hungry, we're actually thirsty. Thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of thinking, oh, I have to cut this out. I have to cut that. Start with one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I can give you a laundry list of all the things that I would recommend. Yeah. And over time, those things are going to be important. And that's what right. you do for your patients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. No, I love yeah. that. Can you talk a little bit about, because, um, you know, on, 
on LOA, we talk about mindful living and creating mm-hmm. a lifestyle for yourself yeah. that honors who you are and how you want to live in the world and what's, you know, and putting yourself first, you know? Mm-hmm. And so can you talk about mindfulness and how that plays into your practice? Yeah, I I love that. It plays into every aspect of the practice. So I think first of all, being mindful, you know, I use the skin as a, as a window to what's happening within mm-hmm. and having, you know, women, when they look in the mirror or when they look at themselves, just having a mindful attention to what is changing, what is happening and mm-hmm. how can I use that to help me? Right. Right. So we're having some wine. So maybe tomorrow I might notice that I, I have darker circles under my mm-hmm. eyes because I'm not sleeping because wine I is much. Not. I, I drink lots of water today. I gave you yeah. water too. We pushed wine on you, but water too. But here's the thing: I could justify my prescription for wine because there's resveratrol in the red, uh, okay. the grape skin, <laughs> and there's <laughs> and like wine better. and chocolate. And she uses the big words. It's so Always fortunate sexy. to have a doctor <laughs> with us. Reservatol. I can't even I'm say just, that. Let's just make words up like that. It sounds like Dr. Let's, Kira. Let's right? make but, them up so this with a V. But, no. Okay. But we're going to, it's basically upgrading, right? So yeah. ideally a biodynamically grown wine, an organic right. uh, chocolate that has 70%. I try to get sugar free. Yeah, you I, really I, do I try that. to go get the ones that are right? but curated, not, but, small. But not sugar batch. free with the mm-hmm. bad stuff. But the bad stuff, but but naturally sugar free. So. What were we talking about? The mindfulness. Mindfulness. <laughs> like you're making choices. Oh making my choices. God. Yeah, yeah. That I've was so perfect. I was not being mindful. I totally lost my shit there. <laughs> okay, that's cool. So that's the whole point. So we can just bring it back. What was I the wine? Right? We just it bring it back. Yeah. And we don't um, make ourselves wrong for it. Exactly. So here's the thing. We're not trying to make it different. We're just acknowledging like normally in the past, I probably would have beat myself up for that. But no, here we, we go. like it here. Right? Oh, but listen, here we go. You're, you're right at home in this area. The more wandering, the better. Okay. Our audience appreciates that. that's hilarious <laughs> this is human yes yeah, this is it's human. totally human yeah. so i think bringing mindfulness to to, to what you're seeing on the surface yeah. of the skin yeah um bringing mindfulness we were talking about breath work earlier yeah. in terms of an instant reset how can i right. soothe myself what i think in terms of mm. self-compassion normally if yeah. it, you two are so close holly would say to you um what do you need right now yeah. right and you'd be like oh you know, what do I need? And, and yeah. you would tell her and mm-hmm. and Holly would probably help you either mm-hmm. give it to you or help you get it for yourself. Holly usually answers that for me. Right. You know, actually. She actually <laughs> she'll she, say, Gina, what do you need? And she goes, you know what? I know what you need. And she'll go right in there and she'll tell me. And I'm know, like, she's usually right. I, I mean, damn her, I was going to say I mean, <laughs> that you actually deliver it before I even know I need it. That's how yeah. good you are. Okay. But, but, anyway, but, the, but to turn Thank that you. on your, the Thank whole you. point is to ask yourself. Right. What do what do I need? Oh, I love right that now. question. Right? What do that's I need? Right and be able to assignment. What do I need? And give it to yourself. Mm-hmm. But don't right? you think that's, that's a byproduct of being? So when you're young, you have somebody else give something to you, like soothe you. Like mm-hmm. you know, when you're younger, like yeah. someone is on duty to help you with soothing. And then as you get older, I just don't know that we all think that we still need to soothe ourselves, like to, to take care of ourselves and soothe ourselves from an but emotional we do. standpoint. But we, we do, totally right? We totally do. I don't think people do that very often. No, they I'm don't. just going to say. And yeah. I, you know what's so fascinating? This is where mindfulness also comes in. I'm going to move the poop emoji for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, I find when like I'm tense or I'm nervous or I'm thinking through things, I've noticed that I, I'm going to do it right now, like I mm-hmm. rub the side of my thigh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have become aware that mindfulness, like, that is my self-soothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am trying to bring myself into the moment to ground myself and center myself in some way so I feel safe, mm-hmm. I feel secure. And that's also something that 
again, we can do for ourselves when you're feeling anxious, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you feel like you just can't, you can find something. Find like something. It's even if it's just recognition, yeah. my feet are planted on the ground. I am breathing in this moment. I am here. I can feel myself touching myself. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's sometimes I think that's enough. So very important. Yeah. It's sometimes it's people just don't enough. know. Like that, it can be that so simple. We all do self soothing because we didn't all get our needs met. Mm-hmm. You know, as a but, child. But and isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah. Like that, we all we are independent. We are fierce. We yeah. can do things. But yes, when we're babies, we need our parents to do something for us. But we have the power. We don't need anything outside of ourselves. And I think that's where so mm-hmm. many of us women struggle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I am no different. Yeah. I Comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. awful. We look outside ourselves. That. We <laughs> thinking... <laughs> the thief of joy comparison. Why are you pointing at me? I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, we all do it, and we think that someone else has the answers. Uh, I was thinking competition. Oh yeah, no, I, yeah, wrong. Yeah, that is the thief of joy too. That is I'm, too. I that am is wildly too. competitive. Yes, so. she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's just realizing that everything that we need is already inside of us. Right. Yeah, and I do think there's something about, you know, I don't want to go too deep here, but uh, um, really soothing the inner child yeah. inside of us. Yeah. We all have it. I mean, we, we can pretend like we don't have it, but mm-hmm. just the whole mindfulness part that, you know, you were like touching your thighs just to ground yourself and soothe yourself mm-hmm. and, and being an adult and realize what, what do we do so that we know, and we're mindful about, okay, well, let's, let me do some practices that really, mm-hmm. really soothe me. Yeah. And so I, I do love I think that. That's fantastic. I want to really go is. back to estrogen dominance. Okay? Yeah. So like that was an aha moment, Gina. It really was. I, I've actually, I pretend like I'm a doctor, but I have no nothing. Really. <laughs> I mean, okay. And so I would pretend mm-hmm. I go, oh, that's estrogen dominance is what I'm handing mm-hmm. out my my non-doctor mm-hmm. completely, you know, quacky advice. Okay. <laughs> it's usually pretty damn close though. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm but I'm how not, you get there is for I have no good. idea. Yeah. Okay, I mean she didn't good. go to some no. Florida now, school or no, anything. No, I I didn't go to any upper up no, I didn't go to any medical school, but I will say this is it's, I love that you said it's not estrogen dominance. It's that everything else is declining faster. Mm. And so what we see with extra estrogen and I, I I'm, I'm like, I'm asking, I'm, I, I, I don't know. Okay. But is, is that where the, cause it happened to me quite frankly, is the fat around the middle of your belly is like, you get extra fat in that area. Is that, traditionally estrogen dominance and getting your hormones balanced does that like does that help okay <laughs> okay i love i love all of this so so estrogen um where we see weight gain is hips thighs buttocks okay the weight gain around the middle is really your stress hormone cortisol oh shoot oh hell okay mm-hmm. I had, well, I am a quack. Okay. So, <laughs> so we all have our idiosyncrasies and our so nuances. It's, it's the stress. It's then. the stress. That's mm-hmm. why sleep and stress and sleep. So at night and when you sleep, your body has its natural rhythms. Mm-hmm. So ideally at night, your, your stress hormone cortisol goes down so you can fall asleep. And then it's, it's kind of on this nice slope and then it begins to rise in the morning. So you have the energy to get mm-hmm. out of bed. Yeah. The opposite happens with melatonin. Melatonin rises at night and decreases in the morning. So melatonin is made by a gland in your brain called the pineal gland. 
Melatonin is one of the most potent antioxidants that your body produces, and it's amazing for your skin. This is why beauty sleep is real. Your skin repairs and rejuvenates at night. Melatonin is responsible for generating other antioxidants that help repair DNA damage. Melatonin uh, repairs DNA damage too. It, it plays a role in in hair growth. So the only way that's, that melatonin really is generated, you need to be in a dark room. Like your body mm-hmm, needs dark. You need right. to shut off the light. That's why not being on our cell phones or our devices. Right. Um, and so as, if you're not getting sleep, then that, that helpful antioxidant is not being generated and your right. stress hormone is just elevated. And why that's a problem and weight gain is when your body thinks it's under duress, cortisol goes up, your body needs energy and fuel Mm -hmm. to get out of harm's way, whether it's real or perceived. Mm -hmm. So cortisol stimulates insulin to go up. Insulin is a hormone that um, regulates blood sugar. Mm -hmm. Well, your body releases blood sugar, you know, turns on all these signals to elevate the blood sugar so your body has the fuel that it needs. And so you have this insulin spike and you're, it's like an up and down pogo stick roller coaster with, mm-hmm. with blood sugar and insulin. Your cells are like, okay, I can, I, I need the sugar. I need the sugar, but they could only handle so much. And so, so insulin um, is being released and your cells essentially become resistant to the signal. So now there's all this excess blood sh- sugar Got in your it. bloodstream that's circulating. Right. Well, where's it going to go? Right. Where's it going to get stored? It gets stored eventually and as fat. So fat. Mm-hmm. add the stress of how your body's naturally functioning to help itself. Then you had simple carbohydrates like your pasta, your chips, your cookies, the things that are turned into glucose, right. your Wine. primary blood quickly. sugar, Wine. quickly. Wine. Mm-hmm. And so now you have excess. So yeah. where's that going to go? That's going to get sort of You're just adding more fuel to your yeah. fire, right? Yeah. So it's it's multifactorial. Again, it's never the one thing. But that's why when I start to work with women, it's we do a life inventory, right? We look at your diet. We look at your sleep. We look at what you're putting on your body. We're looking at what you're putting in your Right. brain with your thoughts and all the things mm-hmm. but oh, so you yeah. look at actually you would talk to somebody about what they're using on their skin at night and because that's a stress yeah. sometimes these these chemicals like reading oh, our labels because you what you put on your skin you absorb yeah, you which do. is why when i prescribe hormones i'm using it in an organic oil base because i do not want to add a toxic burden to somebody and add additional stressors of course oh, okay wow. so i've got to ask about melatonin should i take a tablet at night or <laughs> Are you are are you tablet friendly to help melatonin? So here's what I would suggest: if you need melatonin, I I think Most you, you can take it. want to have her knocked out earlier, so yeah. <laughs> I think let's just, but, let's just order her up something. So <laughs> right, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So our melatonin naturally decreases as we as we age because we were talking about being Benjamin Button. We are not unfortunately aging I, in reverse. I, wanna, I think I'm Benjamin Button. I, mm-hmm. And she at told heart, me, Dr. Kira informed me I'm not. But mm-hmm. you know what? I'm not listening to her on that case. <laughs> on everything else, I am. Mm-hmm. But here's the Dr. thing, Dr. Holly. We can. She is. We. I I love it, but we we yeah. can definitely slow down the hands of time. We can we can literally stop the clock. I was just talking about like biologically, like the yeah. number is ticking up. We're of not course. going back. But what I would suggest instead of starting with the melatonin is look at your ritual and your routine leading mm-hmm. up to sleep. Because most of the time we are go, 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 go. Then we pass out and fall, try and fall asleep. You're wired and you're tired. So 
first thing is looking at lifestyle. Like how right. can you create a more conducive environment to sleep? I also like using botanicals and other herbs that can help soothe the body so that you can naturally produce your melatonin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, ultimately, as we mature, melatonin production is naturally going to decrease. Some people can benefit. There's nothing wrong with it. Some people, the problem with melatonin is they're groggy in the morning. Yeah. So they don't tolerate it as well. A little. Well, because I was trying to amp it up a little bit. I don't even know if I need it. How do you know if you need melatonin? Because I do have ritual. I believe actually that's an LOA and cork assignment. Yeah. I was going to ask her what her rituals were. I want to know about the nighttime ritual. And I know Mm -hmm. like don't be on your phone, but I do have ritual that I enjoy at night. I have my own floor by myself. And you have something in the morning too. I mean, you have a, you're you're better at the ritual part than I am in general. I'm I'm pretty ritualistic and and I don't have any trouble sleeping, but I want to take a pill. So, so. <laughs> I want to take a melatonin pill. So take a vitamin D. How about that? No, I do Just that pretend. in the morning. I okay. do that in the morning. Okay. I do All like right. I do like drops. So I don't I don't like pills, but yeah, tablets no, I like if the they're yummy yeah, yeah. with sh- like gummies, chocolate, chocolate flavor, <laughs> like gummy bear or something. I want it. Good lord, <laughs> good lord. I know. So what are your rituals? I was, I was yes. This is actually going to be one of my questions for you. Yeah. Like morning and evening, kind of. What are the if if I love you that. if you have two to three things you just have to do that you think set you up for success for the day. What are those things? Yeah, I do the same thing morning and night. Nice. Um, okay. Great. So I, as soon as I wake up, I always think of three things I'm grateful for. Oh, nice. Um, so there's something called the five-minute journal that I gift to all my clients to get them into the habit. And it was really cute. I had um, one of my patients, she said um, she's been using it so much, her kids will chase her around the house to make sure that she's, she's like... Do you need your journal, mom? Do you need your journal? Because it's become such a habit. And they've noticed a shift in her mood and how she treats them because she's, she's having that appreciation and gratitude, right? So, um, I'm lazy and I don't always write, I want to write in the journal. Um, (laughs) so I start my day off with what are the three things that I'm grateful for? And I go to bed with three things I'm grateful for. And at night they're pretty much the same. It's I love my bed. So it's yeah. my pillow, my sheets. Yes. Thank God I'm here. <laughs> I'm grateful yeah. to be here. Me too. There's something important about having a nice bed. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, so so those those bookend my day, starting off with gratitude. I love that. Yeah. And I have been reading a book. It's actually, I'm going to, it's by Melody Beattie. And it's, I think it's Journey to This. I'm going to blank on the, the actual title we'll because- We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. I'll have to look, look at my, actually my daughter, my teenage daughter gave it to me. She gifted a copy for both of us. And and this author has, it's for every day of the year, it's a passage. And oh, so it's whoa. it's just a, a way to start off your day, a little introspection. And yes. oftentimes I'll journal after reading it. I've gotten into doing my Oracle cards in the morning. So I my so my ritual is like the gratitude. I read my passage and I ask a question and I do my oracle card. Oh, I love that. That's um, so this is so L O A. I mean, yeah. that's beautiful. It doesn't get any more LOA. And my no, and not. my coffee, but it's so funny. Had you said this stuff to me eight years ago, I've mm-hmm. been like, "You're off your effing rocker." Yeah. I gotta go uh, for a run. <laughs> totally. That's exactly. Are you what kidding? It, I'm late. I gotta I, go for my run. I know, totally. but I love the evolution. That's so beautiful. I love the evolution. Mm-hmm of you know your your medical practice mm-hmm. and your mm-hmm. you know i mean your foundation is incredible and to be able to i used to always say i wish i you know i i wanted to channel my inner medical but i i'm not mm-hmm. but i love that all of this has come together with mm-hmm. mind body and soul and yeah. there isn't i love how we've meandered yeah. because there is no 
exact prescription. Each mm-hmm. individual is different for you. Mm-hmm. And for all of us, mm-hmm. all of us are different. But you're yeah. going to come, you know, I do think um, I have hope for myself at some point after spending just today with you mm-hmm. about just the centeredness and your presence is very calming. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I feel more calm. And- yeah, well, that's something. <laughs> <laughs> something. But I, but that's, I mean, just, and I don't suspect you've always been that way. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I, it's spot on. No. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a great testament to, you know, regardless of how, where you're at now, you could be somewhere much different in just a short order of time with intentfulness, mindfulness, mm-hmm. commitment, and you know, creating something different for yourself. And, you know, I think so many times, I mean, I'm I, the worst case scenario of it, of feeling like I'm a victim to my circumstance. Like, oh, I just, well, I've got this and I got this and I got this. And, and you know what? You, you pick what you got. You get, you choose what you got you in get, most you cases. Get to At a minimum, mm-hmm. you pick how you respond to it. That's a hundred percent. We cannot, there's so many things out of our control mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you hit the nail on the head. Like, we get to decide how we want to respond mm-hmm. to it, exactly. how we choose to think about it, how, you know, that's resilience, yeah. how we bounce back from all these things. Cause life is going to throw us some huge curveballs. Yep. I mean, we're in a pandemic. It's coming up on a year yeah, and it is. here it? we are. It like, is. It's a year. You know? It is. Mm-hmm. But with the next here week or so, are. here and we are. Still okay. And we're still okay. And, and I think that's yeah. what we have to remember. Like as crappy as things might get, like yeah. your body keeps showing up for you every single day even if you don't feel like yourself yeah. you're still here so that means that there's an opportunity to do yeah. something oh man that's right? so true you like and you said so you didn't go to to medical school but you listen to your body you tune in i try you pay attention and you know your body better than anybody else yeah. she knows everybody else's body better than no, them too. I like, <laughs> hey no everybody's body <laughs> I think that's right, but so that's the thing. All my like, friends, I'm like, what's happening wait, there? Wait, wait I think second. it's the it's the thyroid. I yeah. mean, I always go there, but I have right. some of my go to, like Aunt Millie and the sciatic nerve. There's there's something there. Right it's so me. true, so true. But no, I mean, you know, yeah, I I do try to to know that. I think that one of the things that we talked about premenopause, we talked about perimenopause and but even prior to that before mm-hmm. any sort of menopause when you're right. younger right. and then you know you have menopause and then postmenopause is there still a prescription for doing some bioidentical bio-de- bioidentical hormones bio-identical yeah hormones? so that's another thing i just like to call bullshit on like it <laughs> used to be the um the, more bullshit the, the better it, uh-huh. right. this is a no bullshit podcast right yes, exactly. so the party line was use it for the lowest doses for as short as possible time there's no reason why would you stop you're still living you still need healthy bones a healthy heart Mm-hmm. And you do not want to wind up in a wheelchair or in diapers. Hello, oh, you right. need Thank you, I mean, you need hormones. Yeah. You need your hormones yeah. to do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and so there may be people who disagree with me, but um, there's no reason to have to stop as long as you are taking precautions. And again, right. I am not willy nilly about this. Right. Sure. Right. I I have a very rigorous method that I that I follow that. I'm doing testing. I'm evaluating right. every woman on a case by case basis, but you don't have to stop. Right. And in fact, you know, some people will say, um, like it's, it's too late to start. 
Not necessarily. So the so the prime time to start hormones is when within the first ten years of um, hitting menopause. Oh, okay. Right? okay. There's still so for me. that there first is. ten years, but there's still an opportunity beyond that. You yeah. just may need to do additional testing because there's things, yeah. studies that have shown that after the age of 60 or greater than 10 years, there is an increased risk of cardiovascular events. So, oh. And it's usually in the first couple of months. So might we need to do a stress test or, mm-hmm. or some other workup yeah. to yeah. see, but there's no reason. There are women who are starting hormones in their 70s and their 80s. My mentor, he actually put his, um, I think it was his mother-in-law on hormones in her late 70s I mean, it could for be cognitive for delight like, oh, it was for co- oh let's talk about sex. sex oh let's talk about hey sex. let's talk about sex baby oh, <laughs> let's Lord. talk about you and me <laughs> right. okay. oh my god i was like it can't be for sex can it okay like yeah but that was, we were talking scared but we, we were talking are about that. You know, we're scared. talking to the doctor who is all about skinny dipping uh-huh. so when you go on her, the, her website yeah she's gonna want to invite you to skinny dip yep. with her yep. and <laughs> i'm all about skinny dipping with her i mean gina it's possible i'm falling in love oh i I know, I know, I know. Do you know that? I mean, you I are always in, but you're kind of... Oh, no, I'm already out in the skinny dipping department. <laughs> you're, like, like, you know, like, you're dipping your ta- toe in the pool. Listen, listen. sex and skinny dipping. I'm all in. Okay. I'm a very good swimmer. I will leave <laughs> I my suit swim. on and I'll swim away. <laughs> Can I tell you, that was like probably the biggest... You know, I talk a big game about getting naked, but I went to, for my uh, mind-body medicine training, it was at the Esalon Institute, and it, it, they have these, oh my God, the sulfur... Uh, cool. Yeah. Pools, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Th- you go naked, and that was really in the daytime. <laughs> you could go in the daytime. You can, do, and it was it was so liberating. Mm. And actually, locally, there's that naked spa, naked the Olympic spa. spa. Oh yeah, the Olympus. oh listen, somebody tried to get me to go there, and uh-huh. I was like, oh, I'm not sure. I met I, I met a complete stranger. I went there. It was a it was a woman that a colleague that I was like, hey, I you, I love your work. Let's meet up. She's like, let's meet here. And I was like, oh, it's day spa. Okay, I had no idea <laughs> no. what I was getting myself into. So I had to no. saunter up to her completely naked. I was like. Well, you got to practice what you <laughs> preach, girl. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've That's never been scrubbed story. that hard ever. No, I've That's heard That's exfoliation that's to the max. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. Is, mm-hmm. You will get over your shyness. Yeah, I have a yeah. couple friends that go to the Olympus spot. Yeah. I do, too. Yeah. I haven't gone yet, but I'm not against it. I, I could oh, go. I am. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not going with you as Dr. Kira. Me and Dr. Kira. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go. I can go fall in love at the day spa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's let's talk about like okay, yeah. we're going getting back to hormones and sex. Yeah. And what else? Okay, there was a lot there. Well, yeah. I well, think we were that's... talking about my, here's the thing: mindfulness, sex, and hormones. So yeah. actually, I want to give a shout out to Dr. Lori Brado, who wrote a book, Better Sex Through Mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And so it's really based on the mindfulness-based stress reduction uh, paradigm that Dr. Yeah. John Kabat-Zinn. Um, introduced to the world. I've done that training. And what I love about Dr. Brado's work is she's adapted that model to Mm. sex. Mm. So how do you have great sex? Be present. Be present. Oh my God, I love you, I passed it. You passed, right? You passed. Right, because sex. most of the time, where where are our minds? Yeah, Laundry else. list, my mm-hmm. to do list. The kids are screaming, mm-hmm. or I don't look good. I don't. I'm yeah. My my ass is like jiggling, like what the cellulite, and you're completely out <laughs> of the moment. Oh. But when you can bring it right back to number one, yourself, like mm-hmm. 
How does it feel in my body when I'm being touched? What is my breath? What is the sound of my leg moving oh, against yeah. the yeah. sheet? Yeah. Like all of a sudden you're like yeah. so in it. And I'm telling you, it's going to be hard not to have a great orgasm or to orgasm for the first time. Like, oh, yeah. because you're so yeah. in it. Yeah. And this is guys, this is where you tune in. Hopefully what do your women <laughs> what what do what do women want like we asked like what do you need most yeah. right now this is I'll get another shout out to the book um, come as you are by Emily Dr. Emily Nagoski she really highlights that women have a, a gas pedal and a brake mm-hmm. right women do not function like men you do not turn on a switch for sex like I want it I don't want no. it it's like no you gotta warm up to this stuff when there's a pile of laundry a sink oh. full of dishes the kids need to homeschool all the things yeah really how am I supposed to want it yeah and, right. your, and your spouse may be like you, right. What's wrong with you? Like, there's that like disconnect. Or, yeah. Right. Disconnect. First of all, knowing what your love language is, what do you need? Is it touch? Yeah. Is it personal attention? Mm-hmm. All the love things. That. First yeah, of the all, five love languages. The five yeah. languages. Mm-hmm. And then, you you should do that with your partner. Yeah. So they absolutely. know what you need because that is how they're going to get you in the mood. If they can no. speak to your love language, they can push on your gas pedal versus slamming on yeah being brake. pissed off the brakes are on yeah right because yeah, yeah. when it's that's it's the stress yeah it's we're circling always back to stress yeah. but being able like the sex good sex comes down to yes we need estrogen as it declines mm-hmm. vaginal dryness we're gonna need a little yep. help mm-hmm. a little zhuzh um mm-hmm. there's some great lubes and things like that but the health mm-hmm. of our vagina you know, vaginal atrophy, the tissue atrophies, it, it yep. thins. We we need estrogen from from that perspective. But to actually enjoy the act of sex, to actually get pleasure mm-hmm. for ourselves, it's all about being present and mindfulness. Yeah. And I think uh I think hormones help that. Oh, absolutely. Uh having a little testosterone too. Mm-hmm. So that you get a little bit more drive there, even you know, even yeah. with, yeah. with it can help significantly. Mm-hmm. But that being said, you can throw hormones in the pool, but it's like a pebble in the pond. If mm-hmm. we're not dealing with the stress, we're not eating well, we're not sleeping well. It's really the whole package. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's just like you can't exfoliate your way out of like anxiety. Mm-hmm. You right. know, you can't do all this skincare regimen and have a glowing complexion um, that's going to be sustainable if you're not eating well, sleeping well, all, all the things, right. right? So it always goes beyond skin deep, always. Do you find that breathing is, breath work is um, a huge attribute for anxiety hey, or helps yes. with that? Yes. Okay. Is there anything else? Um, well, we were talking about tapping earlier. I think yeah. for some people, yeah. tapping can be incredibly helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, I think when we talk about meditation, people think that they have to just sit with their legs crossed right. and just breathe. Yeah. Expressive meditation and active meditation is really helpful. So dancing, mm-hmm. I do something called shaking and dancing, putting on some music and, mm-hmm. and or just um, chaotic breathing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, movement of any sort is yep. meditative. Right. And for anxiety, it's really just getting yourself out of that state of yeah. And so, again, when you're really anxious, just reminding yourself, okay, my feet are on the ground. I am breathing. I am right. safe right now. Right. Right? Um, so I think that's, that's the most perfect. important. But breathing is probably the yeah. fastest thing it really is. that you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It really is. And it doesn't take long. I mean, I think a good three Two, minutes. Three, 
mm-hmm. even less, three deep breaths. Yeah. Just three deep breaths. If you've got yeah. three minutes, great. If yeah. you've got 20 minutes, great. But it doesn't require that. Yeah. And I think that's what's really overwhelming to most people. They're like, first of all, I don't know how to meditate. I'm going to do it wrong. And it takes oh, too much yeah. damn time. Really yeah. do have it. There is no right or wrong. No, I There's know. no right or wrong way to do it. And it literally is as simple as taking a few deep breaths. The other thing is like with um, at work. Mm-hmm. I don't know if... Um, like in, in medicine, it's a little easier when we talk about um, if you're going from exam room to exam mm-hmm. room or um, before your meeting or something, like putting your hand, when you're putting your hand on the doorknob before right. you're about to walk into this meeting and just taking a few deep breaths mm-hmm. when you're washing your hands, listening to the sound of mm-hmm. the water, feeling the That's sensation of the mm-hmm. soap, when you're washing your face or even applying your, you know, your mm-hmm. three-step skincare routine. I like to keep it simple. You cleanse your face put on antioxidant serum in the daytime, you're wearing a moisturizer with sunscreen at night. Same thing. Right. Wash your face, antioxidant serum, but using a uh, retinol or Bakuchi. So the retinol is a thing. It is a thing. But Mm -hmm. when you're applying these things, that could be your mindfulness practice. That could be your meditative practice. You do not have to add anything to your to-do list. Do do what you're doing differently. Mindfully. Right. Got it. That's actually brilliant because that is so true. And I think people do think this is another to-do and, Mm -mm. you know. It's a for you. Yeah. It's it's not a to-do, it's a for you. Yeah. Oh, I love that. How you're doing. What about um, migraines? Is that something that is um, a a big part of your practice? So I, not specifically, but migraines can be hormonally related. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we see, especially women notice around their period, they would mm-hmm. get migraines. Mm-hmm. And as they're entering into menopause, because it's a drop in the estrogen, it's a drop in the hormone right. levels that right. happens right before the period mm-hmm. when women notice it. So yeah, so mm-hmm. there's that hormone imbalance. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking also, in addition to the hormone piece, uh, it just stress and you know stress, anxiety, nutrition, that thing, yeah, yeah. Well, young Sugar girls imbalance too. But I think it's the same thing. It's related to the hormones and the mm-hmm. period. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, excellent. Is there anything else that you think are are? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Holly. Well, no, no, no. I was just gonna say, like, who is your who do you want to serve? Like who's oh, your yeah. great perfect, question. I mean, there's so, I mean, all of our audiences, plus us, uh-huh, we're the perfect patient. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, quite sure. frankly, I'm probably the perfect patient. I, of course you are. Because I'm yeah. perfect. So like, yeah. what did she pick on me? I mean, <laughs> I yeah, love and, we, and, and Dr. Kara, this is what we do is we just allow her to think that. And then we just I know. go I know. I was going to ask about you know injectables. What, you, but here's but, the thing. If you don't think that, who the hell else is going to think that? Such okay, a great you are perfect. I am perfect. You and are. So we, we talk Starts about eyes you. and I'm like, listen, I don't have problems with my eyes. My eyes are perfect. Okay. Like, listen, we don't need to go there. And uh, so who is, who, who are you best to serve and who, what people really, uh, you can really make the biggest amount of difference yeah. and impact to? Yeah. I think that's a great question. And we were talking earlier about cost and uh, expense yes. versus yeah. value. People are like, it's right. too expensive. Right. And my, my, my retort is always, well, what is it costing you not to do this? Mm-hmm. Right. What are you missing out on your relationships, mm-hmm. not being able to do your right. job? You can't get out of bed in the morning. What are you yeah. missing out on? So yeah. what is it really worth to you? The people that I can serve the most are the ones who are willing to put in the work. Because like I said, I am your guide. I can give you the information. I can give you a laundry list. But at the end of the day, I can't do it for you. I can't 
put the hormones on on your skin. I can't put the food on your plate. Right. I can just offer guidance. So the people that I can serve the most are the ones who are most hungry for it, most yeah. willing mm-hmm. um, and ready, ready to put in the work. Yeah. Because it's, it's this, be is, this is not, I, I mean, full transparency. I am still on this journey myself. I am not putting myself above anybody else mm-hmm. and I'm going to falter, but I have coaches. I have lots of physicians yeah. that, that mm-hmm. I work with. I, I am not that. doing this on my own. Right. So the people that I can serve are the women True. who are ready. Yeah, I they're love that. they're done feeling. They're tired of feeling tired, yeah. and they are ready for something different, because that's when we see the shift. And yeah. here's the thing too: being able to celebrate the wins as small as they are. Oh yeah, we, they, they, that's how we get our momentum. You might think it's not a big deal to wear like the fuzzy slippers and the hair. Like that's that's a huge. huge. Thing. Like I had a, one woman; she was so funny. So we always look at vaginal health. I I always oh, send them I to love their vaginal oh, health oh, with the V. We um, <laughs> you gotta get the mirror, Gina. Gina, Gina you gotta I get know, the mirror. You gotta no, go no, there. Not, starts with a V. No, everybody I'll needs look at my I'll look at my face. I'm Wait not looking down there. That's I'm sorry. An LOA uncorked assignment to look at your vagina. Mm-hmm. That starts with a V. With a mirror and make sure everything is right. So from a from a skin perspective, we want to yes. we want to look at our vulva, our vagina, the health of it, because things can grow there. Melanoma can occur where the sun doesn't shine. So we want to get familiar with okay. all our lady parts. Uh huh. Um, because also, how do you know pleasure, if, li- if they look right? I mean, how do you know if you've never looked? That's a problem. Right. <laughs> first, just look because <laughs> everyone's <laughs> look. Because then you can see if there's differences afterwards. Well, right? every woman, every woman. There are nuances and differences. Right. And if yes. you look at a picture of 10 different imagine. vulvas, um, they're all going to look different mm-hmm. and they can all be perfectly normal. Okay. Perfectly yeah. healthy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? It's So I'm not looking for something wrong necessarily. I'm exactly. Just looking, you're looking. Okay. So right. here's the well, thing. This good. is where getting naked and checking your skin every month yeah. from top to bottom, your scalp, your eyes, your, your intimate bits, that's where I get getting the mirror because you're looking <laughs> for any changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what you're looking for. You're yeah. looking for change. Yeah. Gotcha. So super important. The, super important. I just never thought it extended to my bits. Yeah. It, it totally extends your bits. What else can we talk about with the vagina? <laughs> I mean, lab? like, can we I just mean, call them bits? Like, oh, lady bits. I was going to share yes, the story. Exactly. About, there was oh, we were talking about wins. We were talking know, about I'm wins. Oh, we were talking oh, about no. wins and, and, and yes. my, and, and <laughs> my patient's vagina. It was yes. so awesome. So she is <laughs> she's Gina's 63 we're enjoying it too. she's 63 and yeah. she was really struggling like she had a younger boyfriend and she was suffer. she she wants yeah. in, enjoy sex and and it was dry and she was using lubrication and so estrogen is really important for the health of the, t- the tissue and so we started not only topical uh-huh. bioidentical hormones but i also gave her intravaginal estriol and she was so cute so she went to her gynecologist to do the examination because I'm virtual. I need everyone to have their own local right. physician yeah. to do right. the exam. And we, and it was the cutest thing. So her doctor told her like, she looked great. Yep. She, she like that. She looked like luscious and all the things. Luscious. And so, right. Oh my God. And so my it vagina was, to be called luscious. <laughs> it, it was, it, and it she was just dying here. A luscious vagina. It was, it was healthy. I don't want anybody to talk about it. If they like it. That's great. I just don't want to talk about I it. I want it somebody just, to talk about it. But it was, but it was just so amazing that yeah. in a very short period of time, oh, that, difference that the her. belt and she, that. and and she's like, yeah. And she kind of like in passing, she was like, oh yeah, I got a really good report from my doctor. And I was like, 
can we just celebrate your vagina for a second? <laughs> can we that. can we just celebrate it? And she's like, what? A vagina celebration. Because that's important. Your vaginal health, just like your skin, it yeah. is a sign of the richness of your hormones and the health of where you're at. How you're so doing, right. We right. celebrate all the things. And for her, we were celebrating... Okay, her vagina. luscious vagina. Her luscious vagina. Thank you. Okay, I mean, I yeah, that. I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that, <laughs> I think when we go through the inventory of things that are important, uh, Kira, everyone's going to prioritize. Mine's going to probably go a little longer. Not because I don't enjoy all those things. I just don't want to really talk about it. And that's that's fine. That's okay. But, but maybe if I start dancing naked Kira, and skinny Kira dipping, very, I might get there. I know she's very private, so you wouldn't have to admit to me that you were talking about your luscious vagina. Okay. <laughs> okay, I think, good. listen, we all have to find our comfort zone yeah. and just accept I love where we're yes. at. What, I think so too. But I think your point is, you know, body is a whole system, right? It's a it system. It's a beautiful body. It's a beautiful, I mean, beautiful it's amazing. system. It's amazing what it does. And everything plays its Every part, part. And yeah. everything gives you signs or indications that something you know, might might need some attention. Exactly. Right? So exactly. I'm all about that, I suppose. <laughs> Even if it includes <laughs> that thing down there. <laughs> I love that. That is like, I mean. I know, I know. It's that's how we a, got here. We all got here because of that thing. I know, I delivered two people through that. Right? Like, I know <laughs> what it does. It's an amazing thing. It's a it's lotus just, I don't flower. Look at it. It's a flower. It's Tina. a flower. It's a what flower. about, okay, I'm changing subjects. Mm-hmm. Thank okay, God. Okay, just please. quickly. And I know, I mean, I know. Like, I, we're Starting going. to sweat a little bit. I know. Oh, she that's really so funny. Uh-huh. Okay, go I, for it. I just wanted to get your take very quickly on injectables. Like, we're talking about fillers, Botox, and, you know, being your best. We've talked about the vagina being luscious. Now let's talk about maybe the face or other areas. I don't know. Do you do it in other areas? I'm not sure. Well, I mean, stay away from that joke. Okay. Keep going. Go go ahead. Well, we can do injectables in the vagina as well. The the OSHA. You can? Yeah. Little uh, PRP, uh, Mm -hmm. platelet-rich plasma, Mm -hmm. some stem cells and such. Mm -hmm. But in terms of for your face. face yeah. We were talking about um, Botox and fillers. And yeah. my perspective on it is if it makes you feel good, you do it. Just yeah. like moving your body right. in a way that feels good. For me, it's all about intentionality and motivation. So it's your money. You can do with it whatever you want, but these are not inexpensive procedures. So if I always want people to ask themselves, why are you doing this? Right. Are you doing this because... Yeah. If you are doing this because you feel it's that is the only thing that's going to help you feel more beautiful, more accepted, more loved, more worthy, you're not going to get the return on investment you want because you're going to get it done and you're still going to look in the mirror and have the same conversation. On the other hand, if you've done the work and you feel so good that you're like, I want my outside to feel Mm -hmm. as good as I feel inside. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it from that perspective because right. then you'll actually enjoy and reap the benefits of what you've done. You know, and it's 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 hard sometimes because right. sometimes making the outside look pretty and putting the window dressing on is yeah. great motivation because you feel like a million sure. bucks and maybe that will be the window of opportunity to be kinder to yourself, to, ha- to right. say, wow, I look good. Now I'm motivated to do something. But so it's always about like, what is the intentionality? Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with Botox. There's mm-hmm. one of the reasons what, how we yeah. met, right, mm-hmm. was doing Botox 
from, I love the studies about Botox and depression. And it's nothing magical about the Botox. Mm -hmm. But when you can relax those muscles, when you look in the mirror, you're not scowling at yourself. Mm -hmm. So the words maybe that you say to yourself are a little bit kinder, a little Mm -hmm. more gentle. Right. And so that they found that there was an improvement in depressive symptoms in individuals who had the Botox therapy. So it's about what do we see when Right? It, right, and we we how do we interna- interpret what we see? How do we even? interpret what right. we see exactly? Yeah. So there's for so, so many reasons. I think there's so many benefits to aesthetic procedures, but it's there's that body dysmorphic concern. Yeah. There's the, the it's always like let's address the root cause of 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 things. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's tremendous value in in some of these procedures. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I love how you started. I think the very first homework thing was like looking in the mirror Mm -hmm. and appraising parts about yourself and not being judgmental. So judgmental. Judgmental. Mm -hmm. We're, I mean, when you see the filters on people Mm -hmm. on social media or whatever, it's not real. Right. It's not real. And you have no idea what's happening behind the scenes. You have no idea. So here's the thing. Like I struggle with, all of these things, just like everybody else, mm-hmm. you know, as I'm building my practice and I'm looking to other people and my husband will always bring me back and say, do you have any idea what's right. happening? And I'm like, no. And I also know that there are other, you know, some of my colleagues, they're quote unquote killing it, mm-hmm. but they're at the simultaneously, they're killing themselves. Right. 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 They are yeah. not sleeping. At what cost, Their relationships right? yeah. are falling apart. They're not healthy. They could be wearing a diaper. They could be wearing a diaper. So here's the thing. Yeah. Just this, this is the best advice. It was from my children's swim coach (laughs) when they were little. And he always said, keep your eyes in your own lane. Keep your eyes in your own lane. And I was like, what, what? I never got it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. coach John was brilliant to teach my kids. You're going to falter. Exactly. You're going to drown. Like it doesn't I matter what anyone mm-hmm. else is doing. Keep your eyes. Keep your in eyes your in your own lane. lane. It's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was a whole Brilliant. lot of wisdom, Gina. <laughs> Brilliant. It really is. I mean, I have to admit, I'm kind of in love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in love with Dr. Kira. You live, I admit you, it. you live a little far away. Right? I mean, like Kira, the like stalking not within could walking be bad. distance or anything. <laughs> I know, right? But this neighborhood, I'm like. Mm-hmm. It's kind it's of fun. So there's nice. that lot next door. If you want to buy it, <laughs> I know. We can walk down to the market together. Oh, we I have know. a new BFF right away. <laughs> so funny. I, so I will say, I mean, so much wisdom was yeah, imparted today, so Gina. So incredible. Thank you so much for your time. So fun. So relevant to us, our listeners. Yeah. I mean, it's so amazing. I know we're going to put everything in the show notes. You can go to Dr. Kira's website. uh, Beautiful website. It's very well done. And you can skinny dip with her. Yeah. Yes, you can. Uh, no, we I mean, should like when COVID. Right my to that spot my, the... my big vision is, and we can do this online. But my big vision is when COVID's over to have like a little skinny dipping retreat, right? Oh, and really strip it down, strip up all that. We don't L- literally yeah. have to get naked, although that could be fun. But well, it's then, really yeah. just stripping we'll do it away. An LOA collapse. <gasps> I would we love will, that. We will do a retreat. That's that amazing. Is ah, I'm that's so excited. It's in the universe now, so we put it out there. It's out there. So we're gonna have a collapse form. 
when it's ready and we'll do it. That would be great. And by that time, I'm gonna look down there and I'm gonna be all comfortable (laughs) in it. Down there. Do you notice how she says down there? People, you're intimate. Like you're intimate. We need to give her encouragement. My intimate. Your intimate bits. And look at my intimate bits. And I will be ready. Intimate bits. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be ready for whatever you guys throw at me. We're gonna have to get you like a beautiful, like bejeweled mirror. I know. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest vagina of them? I mean, I you, hope that's not a contest at this retreat. I don't know. I don't. I'm I mean, afraid I'm not won't, won't win. I, I don't know what to point it looks out. Like. One other thing for Dr. Kara, yeah. okay? Because because Gina's so wickedly uncomfortable. She yeah. calls it intimate bits, and I then know. Gina gets all smiley about it. I was okay, okay with that. I like that better and, than and, the other one. I mean, one. she almost grabbed for the poop emoji, but she did not. No, okay, I didn't. so no, I did she did it. not. No, I gave it. I bequeathed it to Dr. Kara. Yes, she did. Okay, mm-hmm. and so I, I will just say that that Dr. Kara actually has flexed and and does. Respond to those that are a little more shy about that. Uh, area. I know. I you gotta, you gotta meet. You gotta meet people where you're at. Yeah. You meet me way, way down. At, the- and there's nothing wrong with being shy about that part of the body. Actually, I think our culture has done that to us, and yep. so I yep. am absolutely not judgmental. But I think celebrate the vagina. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so hail to the V. Hail to the <laughs> I don't know how you did that in our society, but whatever. Good for you. I yes, know. I know. But thank you so much, Doctor Carol. We so appreciate you. It Thanks was for being on Ellen Cork. It, it was. was we're going to put everything in the show notes where you can you can uh, book your appointment with her and and get then when skin we're ready. For the retreat, oh, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna welcome we're gonna you all. The hell Close optional. <laughs> yep, yep. Close optional. Mm-hmm. Mirrors in hand. Mirrors in hand. <laughs> all yep. right, all right, ladies. Oh, I love right. it. Joy. Thank you so oh, much. Pure joy. Bye bye. Thank you for joining our VIP conversation, and please visit us at our website www.loa uncorked.com. See you soon. Bye.